Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network as we are making the rounds on pro days, getting you ready for the NFL draft at LandryFootball.com. Make sure that you jump on board today. Take advantage of our scouting season offer. Get to getting ready to unveil the draft board, the top 50 or so players in this draft. Scouting notes on them, why they're there, uh, the pros and cons. We've got it for you there. And we'll be giving you some overviews here on the Landry Football Podcast Network. But the detailed scouting reports and analysis that you can't get anywhere else, LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. Uh, scouting season offer will take you all the way through the scouting season, the rest of free agency, the draft, all the way through next football season. So a lot to be done. It's a a 12-month-a-year process to get a coaching and scouting perspective on the game of football, college, and the NFL. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. Did want to jump off a little bit and have a conversation. We're going to get back to the draft soon in a uh, podcast later today. But uh, as this process of the focus, as it always is, folks, that work first week of free agency, the league kind of focuses on uh, where the, you know, the, the free agent process. And that's the big news and what have you. Then there's a slowdown. Everyone's looking for bargains. And we are going to uh, look at um, guys that you can get that are valuable. You know, but but people tend to focus more on the draft. So you're working uh, both in concert with one another. I thought I would take a little time to talk to you about a handful of guys, maybe just a touch more than a handful of guys, <clears throat> excuse me, that are bargain free agents still available, that are valuable. Not just, hey, this is a bargain. We're going to add them to the roster. These are guys that can help you, that are valuable for contending teams. Um, you know, the Patriots are the team that's been the best at finding um, bargains and value. Now, when they were really good and winning titles regularly, I can remember back in the early 200s, 03 and 04, they'd have, of course, they'd have Tom Brady and they have the core, but then they'd sign a Mike Vrabel. They'd sign a Rodney Harrison. Now, you think of those guys as greats. Now, they were bargain-free agents, and so that's what I'm talking about. Two years ago, Odell Beckham signed by the Rams. You know what he meant? to them. Um, you know, you're looking for big guys with the, looking for big uh, paydays, the Clownies, the Wagners, and the Dockways, the Peters. There's some guys that, uh, these are not the best players left on the free agent board. We've gotten into that, and you can get that, look at that over on LandryFootball.com, who are the best available players. But they're going to cost you <clears throat> more than these guys. These are bargain players that can play, that can help you, that can be an integral factor for contending teams, yet you can get at a bargain. The first guy I want to talk about is Rashawn Evans. Um, Remember, he was the Titans' first-round pick in 18 and three-year starter at linebacker. He did not impress the Titans enough for them to exercise a fifth-year option. He earned $3 million per year in his rookie year uh, before joining the Atlanta Falcons on a one-year contract had a productive season he did struggle at times in coverage but he's the was the falcons signal caller he wants to said he wants to resign with atlanta 
but he's seeking a deal in the range of T.J. Edwards' deal, $6.5 million a year. Um, in his defense, Evans had the same number of tackles and sacks as Edwards last year. <coughs> Pardon me. Not, not to say that he's the same player, but he's in that range. Evans noticed the amount of money that the Falcons gave Jesse Bates, $16 million per year. Uh, Evans might return on a one-year deal with Atlanta in the 4 to $5 million range. But I think this is where someone can come in a contending team, which is the Falcons are not, uh, and make a move on him and bring him in, and I think it would um, be prudent to do so. I think he can help somebody, and I think he's not a break-the-bank player. What about the edge, um, Justin Houston? 34 years old, keeps producing year after year. A little bit of an energizer bunny here. He's coming off a season in Baltimore, nine and a half sacks, 17 quarterback hits, plus a sack in the playoff loss to the Bengals. He's got uh, 112 career sacks, 22 with the Chiefs in 14. Um, He's a designated pass rusher, so you're getting a DPR, which is likely why his contract was just three and a half million. But if you're a, an Eagles, you're a Chiefs, uh, you're a Niners, <clears throat> that have lost maybe a pass rusher or two in free agency. Uh, m- maybe a Vikings who are not quite there, but maybe making the move, you know, um, if the Darius Smith is released or traded, whatever, then that's a possibility. Another, um, you know, uh, p- possibility there for him, a guy that can rush the passer. Still has value. A guy that can do it at his age on a short-term deal, make a little money that's not going to break the bank for you and is not going to give you a uh, issue with contract number um, problems and salary cap number problems down the road. Justin Houston makes a lot of sense. What about the wide receiver Marvin Jones? Um, He is playing very well also. Into his 30s. He's 33 years old. He's 6'2. He's 200 pounds. He's a savvy route runner. At 46 receptions, 529 yards, three touchdowns last year, um, 73 catches, 832 yards, and four touchdowns in 21, both with the Jacks. He caught nine touchdown passes in three of his previous four seasons with the Lions. Just finished a two year deal at six, um, six and a quarter per year with the Jacks. With Ridley and John and Christian Kirk and Zay Jones, Marvin Jones is going to be elsewhere in 23. He can help a contending team. His leadership, his steady play, his reliable route running, uh, I think the right price makes a lot of sense. Not for a number one, but a guy that's going to be a really good two, be an outstanding three with some versatility, some savviness to his game, Make a lot of sense there. What about Jarek McKinnon, running back? Had a career year as a receiving back for the Chiefs this past year. Seven-year pro, 56 catches for 512 yards, nine receiving touchdowns, the record for a Chiefs running back. And rushed for 291 yards and one touchdown. He's a uh, third, the team's third leading receiver in catches, fourth in receiving yards. Only paid one point, a little under 1.3 million. He's played for close to the minimum salary the past few years, fought through a knee injury that knocked him out of the 
18 and 19 seasons in San Francisco, where he signed a four-year, $30 million contract as a free agent in 18, you remember. Uh, the Chiefs would be wise to re-sign him. So that's a place where re-signing uh, a player makes a lot of sense. Um, but another contending team makes a lot of sense. Versatility, productivity um, makes all the sense in the world. What about an offensive guard like Dalton Risner? Solid four-year starting guard, second-round pick, uh, disciplined player, only seven penalties in his career. Only seven penalties in his career as a four-year starter. He's allowed only three sacks last season uh, when Russell Wilson was sacked 55 times. And that number is a lot to do with Russell Wilson's hole in the football and Russell Wilson's indecisive reads more than anything. Um, but he's looking for a contract probably in the neighborhood of Nate Davis's deal that he signed in Chicago, three-year, $30 million. But probably going to have to go on a shorter deal for less money. He's a Colorado native, uh, wants to stay in Denver, but the Broncos stepped up signing and um, uh, paid a lot of money for Ben Powers. They want more of a run-blocking group, and they also have Quinn Miners, the third-round pick. So he's likely going to sign elsewhere. And I think for a contender, makes a lot of sense. Kyle Van Noy, linebacker, 32 years old, has bounced around the league the past four years with New England, Miami, back to New England, more recently with the Chargers. An outside backer, edge rusher, he's produced five to seven sacks each of the four seasons, five sacks, nine quarterback hits, 46 tackles last season with the Chargers. He's versatile enough to play some inside backer. Plays well against the run in the past. Don't, folks, don't get enamored with the big, flashy names in free agency. Look at guys like this for a contending team, not for a rebuilding team. That makes sense. But for a team that's contending or close to contending and, you know, the versatility, can play a couple of positions, productive, can do a lot of things. Savvy vet, he made $2.2 million last year, played 70% of the team's defensive snaps. He was a two-time Super Bowl champ in New England, in a good spot with a contending Chargers team with a lot of veteran starters. To me, makes sense to stay right where he is if the Chargers want him back. Maybe a slight pay raise, but if they don't, somebody else ought to take a chance on it. And one other guy I'll mention, it's not a complete list, but Rocky Sin, the corner, physical corner, good in press coverage, 27 years old, uh, good age to sign a guy as a as a um, a contending team. You can go a little bit longer on his deal. He's one of the few members of the Raiders who played well last year, uh, but he landed on injured reserve after 11 games, had that knee injury. He was the second-round pick of the Colts in 19. He's battled through injuries throughout his career, um, and remember, he made – like 38 career starts, including nine last season, was straighted to the Raiders in 22 for part of that Yannick Ndokwe deal. He's probably looking at 10 to 11, 11 and a half million per year, kind of like the Byron Murphy contract that he got with the Vikings. But the injury issue is going to force him to take a one-year prove-it-to-me deal. But for four and a half, maybe five tops to get him, I think he's a quality corner when healthy. I think he's going to, you know, be fine health-wise. 
a guy that can start outside or in the slot for a contender, really good player. So these are just some guys that I thought I wanted to jump off and free agency continue. The news cycle has kind of gone away, but the 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 quality and the, the process of working free agency is no more important than it is now. So we're working that is with the teams that uh, I work for uh, along with the draft process. So uh, make sure that you get all these type of details over at LandryFootball.com where you can get all the breakdowns of all the teams, all the players, uh, free agency draft, college football, you know, uh, transfer portal, recruiting, you name it. We've got it all for you at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the scouting season offer today. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts to make sure that you don't miss any of our football content. Uh, Always great to be with you. Until next time, so long. Have a great one.